great to be with you guys on a weekly basis. We're putting out some consistent content now and getting some great feedback. So thank you very much for all the feedback that you've been sending through. I'm really glad that the new format is resonating and I'm actually enjoying it. It allows us to share more ideas in a different format quicker and we can put out more and more content and ship it to you guys so you can have it more regularly. Today I actually had planned a episode to talk about the assets that I believe are going to outperform in 2021 and while I'm not naive uh, to expect to have a crystal ball I think there are some very clear signs of what we can expect based on what we've seen in recent months. There's so much ambiguity and there's so much uncertainty out there, yet some patterns are clearly emerging. And guys, one of the things that I want to focus on today is to talk to you about the importance of having a different investing mindset and a different game. This year I've gone on podcasts and I've spoken to you all about how the game has changed and how what we know and what we've become comfortable in is no longer going to be the status quo. We have to think about our investments and we have to think about you know, our lifestyle and the lifestyle we want to live in a very, very different way. And what we do know is that interest rates have never been this low. And I've spoken about this particularly over the past three or four episodes. And one asset that I perhaps haven't spoken about to date, and I wanted to touch on a little bit today, is gold. And I've really warmed to gold in the past few months. And gold has been an asset that I've owned previously. It's been an asset that my parents have owned, my grandparents have owned, and gold has been around since really the formation of of the earth. And I love it because it's an asset that has such a rich history. I'm not really a cryptocurrency guy, and I'm not going to rubbish Bitcoin, and I'm not going to rubbish the other cryptos because they've been great investments, Uh, particularly in the past few weeks. We've seen a big movement in Bitcoin before and after the US election, and that's been a great performing asset. But what I like and what I feel comfortable with is assets that have been around for a very long period of time, and assets that do well when interest rates, the cost of debt, comes down. And a lot of you will already know that I love residential real estate, I love real estate because I can go out and buy and utilize cheap debt at one, two, three percent. That's where interest rates are today, and immediately get a return on my money at three, four, five percent. I can create immediate value, have bricks and mortar, and have something that's rare, something that's very expensive to replicate. Now, building a house or building an apartment is very difficult particularly in premium areas and in premium cities where all the jobs are and the infrastructure is. Gold is kind of the same. Gold comes out of the ground. Gold is very difficult to mine. It's very difficult to create. In fact, we don't even create it. We discover it and we we, we mine it out of the earth. And to give you an idea, a lot of you might not know, but 
gold is so rare that even commercial gold mines, the biggest gold mines in the world, when they dig a ton of dirt, less than 1% of that dirt actually contains gold. And then they have to sift through it. They have to refine it. And then they have to ship it and store it. And so it's something that is very rare. And what happens when interest rates come down and when governments all around the world start throwing cash out, they're creating more money. They're creating fake money. They're printing notes. All the money that's come to us from the government this year in terms of support and in terms of programs has been newly created money. It's all debt. And I believe the investors of tomorrow, if you're investing in the next 2, 5, 10, 20 years, you want to be in assets that are rare because they're the ones that are going to grow in value. Sitting in cash will give you a 0% return today. And cash is not rare. It's being created overnight. It's being printed out of thin air. Gold and real estate are the assets that I love. And I haven't touched on gold previously. And so what I want to do today, I actually sat down and wanted to share with you different types of interviews from investors that have been very successful in gold. And I struggled because they were very, very technical. And so what I want to do is I want to share something that's quite simple. It's a talk from Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, a book that I grew up reading fundamentally changed the way I thought about money and thought about wealth. It's a, he's an author that's still out there writing. He's an author that loves real estate and loves gold and silver. And so I want to share his views with you. But what I want you to do is take that knowledge and also explore where you're investing in at the moment and how you will invest in the future. I'm not saying go and overexpose yourself to gold. To me, residential real estate is the foundation, but assets like gold are worthwhile exploring. I believe it's a lot better to have gold than to have cash in the bank. And while gold doesn't pay your bills, gold you can't go and buy a coffee with gold, um, I think it's important to consider gold as part of your overall portfolio in addition to the foundation, which is residential real estate. In the next few weeks, I'm going to bring you more insights. I'm going to share with you how my investing mindset is changing. Gold has been something that I've warmed to again. My thoughts are changing. The environment's changing. And this podcast is an opportunity for us to together share ideas, share notes, grow together so that we may go into next year a lot stronger, a lot more agile, and a lot happier. So until next week, I'm going to leave you with this great talk from Robert Kiyosaki. I'm sure you'll love it. If you do, reach out. And if you don't, tell me why. Have a great week and God bless you all. 
Well, our next guest is no, is best known, I should say, as the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, one of the most well-known personal finance books. And by the way, he doesn't recommend going near the stock market. Let's bring in Robert Kiyosaki, who's here in Singapore with me, and he's here in Singapore to speak at the Masters of the Century Conference. Great to have you with us, Robert. Uh, you started getting into finance by melting down your toothpaste and looking at the elements out of that, uh, speaking yeah. of minting new millionaires. So tell me, what is your strategy? Because you don't like the stock market. No, I'm saying the stock market's at all time highs. And um, I don't doubt they melted a half million new, or the half the new millionaires. The question is, will you hang on to that money? Because never in the history of the world has the stock market been this high, floating on debt. And uh, most of the American credit corp, it's on corporate credit right now. And many AAA companies like General Electric are now triple B, one level above junk. So it's, it's floating in all this fake money, as I call it, and yeah. that's my concern. So I'm glad people are getting rich, but there's a lot of people, when this market comes down, and it will, will get wiped out. One of your main strategies, and I guess how you've worked out your wealth as well, is by taking risks, and as they say, fortune favors the brave. But you're also really heavily invested in some of the stalwarts, the likes of gold and the like. So tell somebody you know, what some of the strategies could be when you look at a lot of different asset classes, because we know that you've kind of got to have your finger in a few pies. Right. I always recommend to invest in what you love. I love real estate. I love gold and silver. I've started a gold mine, a silver mine, taking them public on the Toronto Stock Exchange, and I just love oil. So I'm only investing in what I love. I love being an entrepreneur, and I really never had a job. <laughs> so I'm just doing what I love. If you love stocks, invest in stocks. If you don't love stocks, invest in something else, you know? But I like gold because gold is God's money. You know, gold and silver have been here since the earth was formed and it'll be here long after we're all gone. So gold will always be here no matter what the markets are doing. So that's why my foundation is gold, the second layer is real estate, and the third level is intellectual property of patents and things like this, that, that are my, that's my wealth. Oh. It's, it's interesting, Robert, that you say that savers, quote, are losers, and nobody gets rich by saving, discuss. Well, it's what you save. Uh, my book, Fake, you know, Fake Money, Fake Teachers, and Fake Assets, in, in 1971, President Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. And most people don't know what that means. Well, it means the U.S. government could print as much money as they want. So why would you save money? You know, so it did good, you know, for 781 till 2008, it worked. The market kept going up on all this fake money. But the moment it starts to come down, you get wiped out. But at the same time as the market was going up, interest rates were coming down. So the value of your money was coming down, and when the, money was, the volume of money was going up and interest were coming down, that's why I say savers are losers. So today, you know, there's 14 or $17 trillion in cash earning negative interest rates. This has never happened before in the history of the world. So why would you keep saving? I just don't understand it. Yeah, let's just look at this uh, also, because I mean, getting to the, to the nub of it, I guess is part of what your next book is, is The Ravens, isn't it? Which is how to predict, how to prosper, and how to prepare the future, for the future here. Tell us about that in a nutshell. I know you've written a book on about it, and you could probably talk about it for hours. 
Well, Ravens is written uh, with my co-author, Jim Records. He wrote Currency Wars and the last one, The Road to Ruin and things like this. He and I are very good friends. Uh, I called the 2008 crash, you know, in January of 2008, I was on Wolf Blitzer saying the market was going to crash, uh, Lehman was going to go down. In September, it came down. So Ravens is about how Jim and I predict the future so you don't have to be a victim of the future. It's very crystal clear what's going to happen. So that's why in 2008, instead of getting wiped out when the markets crashed, I just waited for the market to crash and I bought $300 million worth of real estate at very low interest rates. So market's going up, market's going down. It really doesn't make a difference if you know what's going to happen. So that's why Jim and I wrote uh, Ravens. You like interest, uh, sorry, real estate. You like gold. You were saying gold, you know, has always been here. It's always going to be here later. What do you think of some of these new assets that are sort of still being created? So in the cryptocurrency space, the like of Bitcoin, Ethereum. I, I think it's so interesting. You know, I mean, this Bitcoin stuff, they're taking on the Fed. Do you know what I mean? They're mm. taking on one of the most powerful banks ever created. And they're messing into their territory. That's, that's like me taking on McDonald's, you know. <laughs> they're they're going to step on me. So I think I'm here in Singapore. I know Singapore is adopting to crypto or, or uh, what's they call blockchain technology. Mm. So I think it's a very exciting time. Personally, I'm a Technosaurus Rex. I can barely use a cell phone. So I'd best stay out of cryptocurrencies. But if you're a young person and you like crypto, it might be your place. Again, everything is just do what, or invest in what you love. I love businesses. I love gold. I love silver. I love real estate. I love using debt as money because in 1971, the dollar became debt. Mm. And I love paying no taxes legally. But you can only do that if you know what you're doing, you have good attorneys and good accountants. Robert, final question from me here. Uh, just to correlate, you know, you were saying how to prosper, how to predict. So tell us, get your crystal ball out. What is next? What is going to happen? What are the asset classes that you're looking at? That's a, that's a really great question. I have two books coming out for 2020 because things are really heating up. One is Ravens with Jim Records, a very, very prominent um, guy in America. He's at LTCM, the CIA, the Defense Department. But the second book is Who Stole My Pensions? Because in 2008, what brought down the market was the subprime debt market, you know, the derivatives. What's going to bring down the next market are pensions. America's pensions are woefully underfunded. And so right now, that's what's driving the stock market up. So it's ironic for my generation, the baby boom generation, we don't have retirements. And they've been buying these really high risk investments from Wall Street, and that's what's going to bring down the next market crash. I think 2022 to 2025, if I was a gambling man. And you always say, Robert, threats are opportunities. So perhaps anyone yeah. listening can listen to some of your concerns and threats and see them as opportunities. Correct. 